So are you requesting AHR branded joggers as our giveaway this year? <laughs> okay. Let me write that down. So what's up, trade crew? Dennis here with HVAC R&D, powered by Keystone Sales and Associates. Yes, you heard that right. We do have a new premium sponsor. They are a premier PHVAC manufacturer's rep in the Mid-Atlantic, and we'll have more of that to come. But we do have a guest on the show tonight. Um, it's a pretty cool guest. I'm excited. I feel like Ryden might, uh, might get pretty involved in this one. So without further ado, let's get it going. Yeah, come on. chance he gets he's got to stab yep. at me about my android phone apple product uh, well uh. <laughs> you got an android phone come on <laughs> hey it's paid for uh, isn't that weird we don't even own a phone anymore that's like paid for i don't think i do this might be the first time i've made it to actually paying for one before it broke oh i just or the battery was too toast no I don't think I've ever owned a phone that long. Right? You can't. They come no. out with good ones too soon. Yeah. I have the 14 Pro Max currently. Ooh, that's what I got. Yes. All right. So, uh, yeah, you wanna- <laughs> you've gotten, you've got a bit of a sneak peek. We do have a guest, but I haven't revealed who she is just yet. So, uh, welcome back to the show, everybody. Thank you as always for listening to HVAC R&D. We appreciate all the support we've gotten the last couple of weeks as we continue to rebuild the social media side of our podcast. So thank you for that. Um, today's episode is brought to you also by AHR Expo. There's a little bit more of a teaser for you. Um, please just make sure you follow us on social media, Instagram at HVAC.R&D, TikTok at HVACR&D, as well as on LinkedIn and Facebook. You can also follow us on TradeHounds. And also want to say... You know, a special thank you to all of our vendor hub partners. Um, you guys are going to learn a bit more about what our vendor hub is in a couple of weeks when we have Miss Brittany from One Thing Marketing on the show with us. Um, so uh, a lot more of that to come. We got a lot of things coming, and we're going to talk about uh, some stuff we're revealing at AHR on Brittany's show that you guys will get to then see in February. So cool stuff to come there, and also for any other links go check the link tree in our bios where you can see the current vendor hub partners as well as 
anything else that we release. But now's that time, everybody. So please welcome the hardest working lady in the trade show game, the lead AHR chaos coordinator, the AHR press officer, Miss Nicole Bush, to the show. What an introduction. Thank you. Right? Man. <laughs> Sounds like you're kind of buttering me up for something. <laughs> Sales guy. Sales guy. Yep. <laughs> this Tons is like, of questions. That, that's my opening <laughs> one to three minutes every week that Dennis has to let me ramble on and can't interrupt me with. So I got to try to sell it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Keep it up. <laughs> have So first of all, have you been on a podcaster's show that's going to be one of your podcasters? I have actually. I mean, recently, like for this, like you were on one a couple weeks ago. Yes, I was on one a couple weeks ago, um, and I was on a couple last year, and I have a couple more coming up, but mostly journals coming up. Right. Sweet. Okay. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on. We got a. I know everybody's like, "Oh man, y'all got notes on this show," and I'm like, "Well, you know." We got to have something, but everybody's usually a little intimidated. They're like, oh my God, look at all these questions. But, you know, we may not ask you a single thing on the screen. That's the other thing with our show. <laughs> oh, that's true. Because if it, if it goes down that rabbit hole, we will chase it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll just skip over a whole segment. We'll just, you know, whatever. I appreciate happens. some good liner notes. So thank you, gentlemen. Okay. <laughs> all right. So if you've listened to our show, we do like to get it started with a little drink. I know everybody that listens to our show thinks we drink every night of the week. I do not. I do set aside. Speak for yourself. Just kidding. <laughs> I try not to anyway, but sometimes it's a little late too, so it makes for a tough morning. But um, yeah, we like to get the show going. A little cheers. Um, and the guest always goes first. So did you, are you drinking anything? You know what? I brought my January game tonight, and I have a big oh. tall glass of ice water. Oh, man. <laughs> you well, dry January people. <laughs> Listen, guys, I got a show in less than 30 days, and you want my brain in the right place right now. <laughs> I know. That's okay. We, uh, Very true. Very true. As always, we will take care of that side for you. Um, Ryden, do you want to? Sure. What are you drinking on? So... That's not ice water. That is not ice water. It's seltzer, right? Ooh. No, it is not. It is oh. a it is it is a nice fresh Heineken slim can down in my engineered air koozie. So oh, I thought it would a, be Modelo based on your Instagram tonight. Well, that's coming as well, but uh, there's also a reason that I had to do this one tonight so that people can laugh about what comes out technically tomorrow, but to the show yesterday oh geez i hate when these things are like that i know right i can't keep up with that that's um, why I'm, I'm marketing dude over here i gotta make sure i keep it in order and now that everyone so, on the show that was listening is probably confused like what yeah yeah i've never seen you drink heineken on here I no i think i think modello did modello like something you posted 
They did. They actually liked the original hitchhiker picture. That, that's a big. That's a big day in Ryden's life. That was. That was that like. That was one of the best smiles all day when that popped through about eleven forty-five today. I was like, "Yes, finally!" <laughs> that is awesome. So I have, uh, I have opened up a brand new bottle just for Nicole. Special little bottle here. Oh. I won it in a golf tournament. I didn't think I'd ever drink this. It is a 12-year-old Appleton Estate Jamaican rum. Oh, like, wow. I mean, this, I, I, apparently this is a really nice bottle of rum, but um, I'm rummaging around the house trying to fin- fix, <laughs> figure out something to cut it with. <laughs> and, uh, of course, I found a Sprite, so we'll do that. So, uh, a little rum and Sprite. And this is, uh, it's probably going to be the only one of these I drink. This thing is pretty stout, so. Well, it's, you know, it's, uh. It's a celebratory night, sir. Well, it's 70 degrees here, Fort Mill, so it is rum yeah. time. Apparently, it's summertime. And I got my air, air conditioner running, by the way. Yeah, me too. Nice. So where are you at, Nicole? Are you What part of the country are you in? I'm in Connecticut, and believe it or not, it was 64 degrees here today. Right? See? Yeah, that's, that's weird. I don't know if that's a good thing. <laughs> I mean, it's a little weird. Yeah, it's a lot weird. But, you know, I just came home last night from much warmer weather in Florida. So it's a nice transition. I'm not going to complain this year. Right. Yeah, that's not too bad. Just step into it or step back into it. Well, I mean, it was, what was it, like seven degrees or something for the last week? I was going to say, your couple weeks ago was probably pretty rough. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I've, I've literally, so I'm in a town home. So my third floor is like, I mean, I got the air rolling up there. Cause all the heat rises up there. So, um, I was like, you got the air on. I'm like, well, yeah, it's hot. <laughs> I mean, I know it's January, but yeah, the air's going. It's like, and it's rained all day. It's muggy as crap in here. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. So, uh, let's get into a little bit of who Nicole is. You know, I know you've been on these shows. You probably answered all these questions, but we do all have, I, I feel like we all have different listeners. So we have not had you on the show before. Um, so yeah, give us a little bit of your background. My background. Oh my goodness. Well, I was born. No, I'm uh, just kidding. Everybody starts that way. <laughs> Look, whatever you feel like. <laughs> Look, no, I'm kidding. Set the tone there. Oh my goodness. Um, let's see. I have been with HR Expo for, I think it's about, I think it's around six years now. Oh, that wow. sounds about right. And I've been working sort of in and around the trades for about 15. So I'm very comfortable in this area. I love, I'll just, I'm not just saying this. I honestly love the HVAC industry so much. It's just, it's fun. And I love the people. And I've worked in a lot of what we call in the marketing world, business to business um, yep. OEM structures, you guys know this, right. um, you know, a lot of different industries and some really cool industries too, but I just feel like the people in the community here, and maybe it's just because of what my role is with HR Expo, it's just one of a kind. So I'm very happy to be here and to be in this industry and to be, you know, talking to you gentlemen here at, you know, nine o'clock on a Wednesday <laughs> about something that I love to do. I mean, that's just, this is what makes this industry so cool. You know, it's not as like stuffy, I think, as some right. other industries. Now, do you see the, like the social media, like we have on our industry? Do you see that in other industries or have you? 
this this big? I mean, I feel like no, I don't. The like community kind of feel the the movement. I think the you know like the partnerships and the support system. That's not something that I have really seen. I will say I think social media obviously has evolved and right. being around for yeah. like six years in this industry, I think there's been a huge change in the way social media is used from the business perspective in the last, you know, even five years. Um, I think honestly, podcasting has been a huge part of that. Um, vlogging, YouTube obviously was big. There's a lot of people who've been supporting the HVAC industry with YouTube channels for a while. Yep. You know, and I think that that has been a huge part of the success that it has created in the community and, you know, that network. Um, but I don't see it in other industries, certainly not as strong. I think it's more just the business focus, which is not a bad thing, but less of that like community focus in, in other industries. Right. Yep. So it's, you know, you guys are doing an awesome job. Yeah, I was trying. I mean, you, you know, I, I guess you're right. Like back in the day, I say back in the day, you know, five, <laughs> 10 years ago, like if somebody was to put out something like a podcast or a, it, it was very business business. Like, yes, yeah, this is how you make your, this is how you succeed in this. This is how you succeed in this. I made a million dollars. Look what I did. This is how I did it. Right. Right. You know, now I feel like it's just, Hey, let's just talk it's about real. the job I did today and look how yeah. cool it is. And you know, the pride and all that. It's uh, definitely changing quickly. I think uh, the trade part of this has been kind of on that, you know, mindset for a while, but you know, I think going through the pandemic and everything, I think everybody let their guard down a little bit. <laughs> you know, everybody well, yeah, just I agree with that too. You know what? We, we started. Yeah, I was going to say that's that's when we started. This was trying to find something to do in 2020. Yeah, and we talked I mean, about it forever, and finally, just like, okay, fine, let's do it. Right. Well, even like you know, you see like CEOs of companies who are active in the conversation in this you know more informal way these days. Our exhibitors obviously are so tuned in to all of you guys um, in the podcast pavilion. Um, and there's a lot of shared, you know, sharing of information back and forth. And just, you know, it's a lot of camaraderie, which I think is really cool. Right. Um, so that's a that's a nice silver lining, I think, that came out of a very, you know, awkward two years. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and no, I, that's true. We've seen that. We've seen it firsthand. Just, you know, people just picking you back up when crap goes wrong. Um. <clears throat> so we get it. It's been, it's been nice. And we've made, God, we made so many different friends all over the place. Um, yes. It's going to be, I never like, thought I would know so many people in Canada. I no mean, joke. We're, we're crushing it. Canada. Yeah. It Canada. It's, it's crazy. And what I always find to be so interesting is, you know, I kind of have the vantage point of talking to people from all over all the time, just you know, by nature of what I do, I don't serve any particular region of the United States or of North America or of the world. Right. We work with everybody. Um, and the way that, you know, HVAC is done here in the Northeast is very different than the way that it's, mm -hmm. you know, done on the West Coast or in Texas or in Canada. And I think for, you know, I'm not going to speak over what my skill level allows here, but for a long time, it's, you know, we do things this way because this is our systems and we don't really share information about that yep. outside of this region. But I don't think that's the case anymore. <laughs> I think, you know, people being, you know, coast to coast and sharing ideas and sharing application process and practices has really kind of opened the gate for, 
the way that, you know, you guys work in the field every day. I think it's changed some a little bit more too, um, in the last, the last few years. So I know you and I've spoke before, but I'm, I'm a territory manager for, and I work with contractors for a distributor. Um, so that's part of why our show is a little bit different. We always thought, cause we were the first people to really do it from a distribution standpoint that right. we thought that we know of. Um, but I've seen more and more contractors that are willing to just speak and work with one another. You know, when I was growing up, there weren't that many in our small little town and pretty much everybody hated everybody. It was so well, hard to be able to have mission. Yeah. yeah Cause I mean. it, it was a totally different level of competition, but now we're starting to see in, in some of these, maybe not in some of the, all the small markets, but we're seeing a bit more of the, the mid-sized guys in these huge markets are suddenly realizing that it's okay that, to talk to the other mid-sized guy because there's so much work you're not even tripping over each other and you can right. actually just you can learn from one another you can help each other without you know causing an inner business war either i think that's how this you know social media community has been so successful is you know everybody's really humble and you're you're literally like pulling back the curtain and showing yourself doing a job exactly how you do it <laughs> uh, sometimes it's a fail and Right. I love so much when I see people say, you know what, I did this this way and I don't think it's the right way. Who can help me? And then you just see this flood of comments of people who are like sharing links to things and are, you know, giving ideas. And that it's just, it's very refreshing to see that. And I think it just nurtures a good spirit for the industry. Well, and I think people wanted to see that for the longest time. But if you look at the, and maybe I don't, and maybe I don't know all the communities over there, I'm sure I don't, but a lot of the, HVAC communities on the Facebook side of things, mm -hmm. they just obliterate you. Like there's no help. There's no support. There's no nothing. But then you go on Instagram <laughs> and everyone's Facebook. your friend. It's, and I mean, it's true, but it's, it's so different because each social media platform almost has its different group yeah. of people completely or a different mindset. Right. Yeah. I, I say that's probably true too from, you know, even just the way that we see interactions. So as far as the podcast pavilion, like we, me and Ryden went to my first AHR show was Atlanta 19 for Atlanta both of us, 19. Yeah. Nice. Obviously it was overwhelming. We didn't know where the hell to go. <laughs> and I don't remember seeing that. We didn't have the show. I don't remember seeing that. When, when did it come out? Yeah, I mean, so it, it, it was not there in Atlanta. Um, okay. Atlanta actually was the first year, you know, we had seen people, you know, doing YouTube channels and on Instagram and I talked to a few people, but it wasn't, I think is, you know, mainstream. And then Atlanta was the first place actually where I, you know, I'm in the press room. I host the, the press at the show. It was the first time I had seen people come in, and that was what they were doing at the show. They were, you know, working on their vlogs or working on their podcast. Um, Tersh was there um, in 19. He was in and out of the press room a million times. And he had, I think it was a GoPro at the time. Um, and a, he was carrying a mic with a long stand. <laughs> I was like, right. what, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm setting up my equipment and I'm doing a podcast on the floor. And I was like, what? <laughs> Yeah, what? And you know, it, it was awesome. You don't have a permit was, for that. <laughs> no, it was fine. I was like, tell me more. Like, what do you mean you're doing a podcast? You need a this podcast. <laughs> um, and so then, you know, we're already working on at 
at this point, what was going to be Orlando for 2020. Um, you know, we work concurrently on our shows at this point. We've got Chicago next year. We're already working on that. Um, so, I, you know, I was like, okay, let's, let's talk, let's figure this out. And then, I don't know, maybe two months or so later, Rich from the HVAC Jerks actually um, reached out and he, they had just started their podcast um, and he had inquired about, you know, some space or was there space? And I was like, you know, we're kind of thinking about formalizing this a little bit. I don't even know, like, is there enough podcasters out there? Right. You know, it can't just be like a booth with two people. <laughs> what is it? So I started doing some digging and I was like, holy cow, there's right. a lot of people out there. They're doing some really cool things. So we, we tested it in Orlando and it was awesome. So you know, that, that was it on Orlando in Orlando. It was not on the show floor. It was in the foyer right outside the show floor. Um, we okay. did have two days, but it was really cool. And we had, you know, Gil from HVAC Uncensored. We had Brian Orr from HVAC school. We had the HVAC jerks. Um, we were supposed to have tool pros that year, but he ended up breaking his ankle. Oh. We had Tersh with service business mastery. Um, Mike Mayberry was there and it was just, you know, like a good group who were, doing these amazing cool things, but all different personalities, which was so cool. Right. And then, oh, yeah. you know, of course last year was our first time back since having to skip Chicago in 2021 and we put it on the floor and it, it was a good time last year. Nice. Yeah. So, so here we are. Uh, you've here got a lot year. of the, you got a lot of the kinks worked out then, right? Because yeah, I hope so. I'm sure you'll find more for me to we're finish. Coming in, yeah, we're coming in in the dark here. We're just kind of. Yeah. No, I mean, it's really, it's an awesome setup. And, you know, going back to this like community feel and this sort of camaraderie spirit, you know, all the guys and, and girls who've been in the podcast pavilion before, you know, they're helping each other and answering questions. And I think it sometimes sharing equipment when somebody's wasn't working. Right. So it's a good space to be, you know, to be in. Now, how many do these pavilions hold like far as viewers or a uh, crowd? Um, yeah, that is a good question. <laughs> um, so we have, it, it's two different seating areas. So we have, I think seated for 20, I think I have to check okay. because the Atlanta space will be different, but then we have behind the chairs, we have, I don't even know, maybe like 10 to 12 high boys, um, which a lot of people stand around. See, see perfect. Yeah. Exactly. And I think yeah. we do bring over some, some beverages. No high top water. bars. Oh boy. Yeah. We got the high boys there. Um, and then you, you always have a standing crowd too. You know, yep. it's a big space. Like each pavilion is a big space. So, you know, you can, you can pack in quite a crowd. All right. Well, so, I mean, how did you, so how did you even end up? So do you work for AHR? Is that the deal? Yeah, I work with AHR. Okay, so how'd you end up there? For yeah, I was going to say, how'd you even end up there or in, in the trades to begin with? Well, in, the trades have just been in my life forever. <laughs> my dad was a facility manager. Okay, there we go. Long time. My, my brother is yep. a machinist. Oh, okay. um, so I'm just familiar with it. And then, like I said, I've, I've always worked in the B2B space. I'm just drawn to that. Like everyone who graduates with the, the degree that I have is like, oh, I want to work at these, you know, consumer brands. And I was like, no, give me like an oil company. Like, <laughs> give me like I want to work for someone who makes graphite. Like, let's, right? <laughs> let's, there you let's go. sell this stuff. And I don't, you know, I, I just love that. I love doing the business side of things. So 
it just kind of naturally fit. And then I've worked for some companies in the HVAC industry um, here and there throughout my career, representing them from you know, an agency perspective. Um, and then I'm here in Connecticut and HR is headquartered here in Connecticut as well. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. know that. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so really big question here for you. I hope this doesn't throw you off. Okay. All right. So what do you think about men and joggers? Men and joggers. What do you, you know what what a jogger is? Well, I'm asking you what you're defining a jogger. Okay. Like, like, ah, sorry, Ryden. Ryden's right. (laughs) I do. Um, I do. The sweatpants that are like tapered at the bottom. It's like tapered at the, yeah, yeah. You know, I say go for it. Why not? Okay. Well, I just had to get, why not? I had to get your take on that. Every yeah. Female on the show has to get, go through this. If you can rock your confidence in joggers, then I say live your life and go for it. The best uh, the best explanation we've had is Lady Katie said, it's kind of like a push-up bra for men. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She just rolled that right out on the and show. Now, so. And see, and that's why, <laughs> that's that is perfect. it. That's really 100% why Katie is going to be on the show at AHR just for comments like that so are you requesting AHR branded joggers as our hey now if that is possible (laughs) yeah the next cooler you send out (laughs) I'll write a pair in there let me write that down (laughs) yeah I am I am rocking my Lululemons right now oh you had to throw that I had to I had to Dennis I had to just for you because that's what we did the first well at least they're Lululemon that's right and we had a guy on the show. It's like, what is that? That sounds more like ice cream. Hey man, these things are these things are two years old now, and they are literally just as nice as when I bought them. Very, very durable. Standing oh up, standing the test. Are you looking for a sponsorship? We are always looking for a sponsorship. <laughs> My dad would disown me if we were sponsored by Lululemon. My dad would say, "Well, what are they paying you?" Yeah, that's right. What? <laughs> telling you they'll say market for it then hand me a pair of those and me yeah i'll take it extra large you can't beat comfort okay i think we've like (laughs) i said going back to the weirdness of the last few years i think we just we've learned you can't you can't knock anybody for whatever they're rolling with no it's nine it's nine thirty at night and i'm drinking let me enjoy my (laughs) podcast pants okay yep we're trying to get we're trying to get some on the swag shop Podcast pants. That Podcast pants. Awesome. Yep. joggers. <laughs> They're sweatpants. <laughs> so you talked about this before we started recording, but I thought it was kind of interesting. Do you want to talk about you putting this uh, cooler together, this package you sent yes. out? <laughs> like Your how awesome of a time that was? <laughs> it was an awesome time. It was because, you know, we wanted to do genius. something special for it. you guys. Yeah. And I see you guys get all kinds of cool stuff. I see stuff that people send out, like, you know, exhibitors send out and companies, and it's all amazing. Um, but, you know, we just wanted to, first and foremost, just let you know that I personally watch stories on Instagram every day. So that, you know, I watch them. I watch your stories. I follow, you know, from the HR account, we follow a bunch of people. I watch everybody that I can. It's just, it's right. interesting. It helps me learn I don't have the time. I don't know what anyone's talking about because it's way above my head, right. <laughs> but I try. Um, 
you know, it's just a way to, to let you know that, you know, we see you and we hear you and we value you and what you're doing. And, you know, I think if you're going to go out of your way to do something nice for somebody, you, you want it to be done right. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, there was some good that. stuff in there. That hat. And kind of, you know, got a little, a little obsessed about what, what and how and what it was going to look like and everything in there. I personally, you know, and, and people on our team personally love. So like the good right. of wealth is very practical, but also just amazing and, you know, nice quality and the hats I really love. I've bought a million of those myself. <laughs> um, and thinking about practicality, you know, you can, you can wear those in the heat, you can wear them in the water, you can wear them in an attic and they'll function for you. So, but, and yeah, then your air fresheners, which I think you said, Yep, those things are. <laughs> I suppose. Yeah, yeah they will do the job. <laughs> do you know that I had twelve hundred cents to choose from? Oh my gosh! <laughs> like twelve hundred. Yes, just, I mean, you always. Yeah, you just gotta what go. Did you just draw one out of a hat. No, my first <laughs> process of elimination was choosing the names that just sort of spoke to me from the list. <laughs> Yeah, don't do cherry and don't do vanilla. That's what you got to do. It's like, what I want to drive in a car that smells like sandalwood. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Bergamot. Nope. And then I ended up with, I think think it's fresh new car scent because I was like, okay, this is probably, you know, the common denominator for most people. No more stanky stanky in the work truck. Well, that's it. I mean, I, I told you, I watch these Instagrams. I see some of these work trucks. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, man, they need an air freshener. Jeez. Yeah, well, and you know what? I have children of my own, so, you know, I know. She's looking at the dash, and she's like, it's got to smell bad in there. No, I will to. tell you. So, I don't I don't hang mine from the mirror, because when it hangs in the mirror, it, it lands right in my vision space, <laughs> because okay. I'm short. So, I hang mine from in front of, like, my... Uh, sunshade little flip down so anytime oh, yeah, i'm in it, the face yeah, full right there yeah so anytime i see like or my car is parked in a sea of black vehicles i can always tell which one is mine because i can see the ahr sticker from a mile away or the yep. air freighter yeah. sticking out there was so many great videos of everybody with their stuff I love yeah it was very that. cool that was a cool thing i know you guys lost all of ours <laughs> I still have mine. No, I mean the videos. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We yeah. did lose all of them. So our Instagram got deleted. Oh, Along insane. with all of Chris, or excuse me, not Chris, but all of uh, Tracy and Dennis's like personal Facebook, everything gone. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Some kind of, it said, I guess, yeah. It got hacked or something. I don't we know. don't know if we got hacked or what, but we got, we got a notification saying we violated community guidelines. But the thing is, I've, gotten those notifications before and they always will tell you what you did if you did something yeah. wrong if it was like something in the ad was wrong or whatever ours had no explanation oh. it just said we were flagged and had and could re- request a 24-hour review so we requested the review at like 11 30 at night when we see this so you know i'm sitting here for 24 hours like what in the hell did we do wrong yeah right. because there's there's nothing on our page that's appropriate or violates anything aside from when they give you the random COVID warnings on certain maybe words. Maybe you got reported. Maybe you got some haters. <laughs> that's that's honestly the only thing we could truly think of by the time Reporters, it all came yeah. down. Because we, we did the review then we had to request a second 24 hour review and then that Thursday morning 
I and I filmed it. It's on our our Instagram now. It's a literally we're sorry your account was restricted by mistake. All of your this this and this has been restored. So on and so forth. Sorry for the inconvenience. But they still left everything deleted. Oh my goodness. Yeah, all the content's gone. So Well, you know what? It's, it's up right. from here, guys. Yep. So right. Put on those uh <laughs> podcast pants and That's right. Okay. Pull those fingers up and podcast. get to work. <laughs> <laughs> so who all so who all do you have to help you kind of organize this this whole deal? Is it just you or <laughs> Oh my gosh. That would that would be amazing. <laughs> If one person could do everything. No, it is not just me. But I mean, are you are you set up are you like you have your sections you deal with, obviously, or well, you know, surprisingly, we are not that big of a team. I mean, you would think, I don't know, you guys take a guess. How many people do you think it takes to put on a show like this? Mm. <laughs> well, consider we don't know what all parts of it you guys actually even have to do. I don't know. Well, that's amazing. 30? Because the goal is to have you walk in and just, you know, see the magic. Um, so that's that's a sign we're hopefully doing, doing things right. Yeah, it's like 30, 50. No, we're small. We are smaller than both okay. of those numbers. Um, that's cool. It is a very small internal team. We all work together. Um, yes, to answer your question, there are, you know, like obviously people who focus on what would be considered more of the marketing task and then people who do exhibitor services. And then we have, a, you know, an education department. You know, I kind of float in between all of them just because people reach out to me from the website or I'm working with you guys in the podcast or, right. you know, helping exhibitors to get materials that they need to let people know they're going to be on the show floor. Um, but, you know, having said that with a small internal team, we do have, you know, a host of vendors who support the show um, and support our exhibitors to put on a show, you know, everything from building, like actually building the booths um, to, you know, helping us with signage. And we obviously have the, um, the hotel services that help. Um, so we do have a lot of strong vendors who help us. Does Atlanta treat you treat you pretty good when you roll in there? Is yeah, Atlanta's great. They have, okay. you know, the convention center's <laughs> awesome. They all are. All the convention centers that we go to are amazing. Yeah, I mean, you got to have a big footprint for this thing, obviously. We do, yeah. I was going to say, now, which out of the four, which now are, I know last year and the year before, everything was kind of moved around, but how, how big of a floor space do you guys actually have to look at even as a minimum like let's say you were going to add a, a fifth location somewhere else like are there even that many places that could actually house it no that's actually you know we get requests all the time i see requests come through you know our dms are like hey can you come to this city can you come to that one and you know the answer really is logistically to physically host the exhibit space that we need because you've seen oh yeah you know there's these exhibit spaces are not small. Yeah, is it a hundred thousand square feet, or is it? Yeah, more? and and they're going two floors, so you need you know the space to do that. But even beyond that, you have to have a city that can host logistically host um, the amount of people that attend. Yep, right. So you've got the exhibitors who are there, and then you have all the attendees that come in, and then you know there's all these other services that have to be there to support while people are visiting. So you know. 
while we'd love to go to other cities and to, you know, be able to be there, it just, you know, they just don't have the space, like you said, to do that. So Atlanta is actually, you know, this is the second time that we're going back. We have been there, I think it had been 2001. Don't quote me for sure, but I think that's right. Um, and then we hadn't been back to Atlanta until 2019. And you know that mm. the um, Georgia World Congress had, they were still doing actually a lot of renovations. Yeah. Um, yep. So when we when we went back in 2019, they finally had, you know, the floor space that could support it. And then, you know, now we're coming back and they've finished some of those other projects they were doing too. I was going to yeah, say that's... how many how many people so I would so you've got your small team but in total when you talk about you know capacity of people that come through between support staff you know from people that are working for the Congress Center people that you guys bring in to be additional support vendors people what are you guys thinking 60 to 75,000 this year in total people or do you just track literally guests that register and come through uh, no, we will know after um, the show when people come in. We'll have those numbers. But, yeah, I mean, you know, there's so many people who sign up last minute or you can register at the show. You can register all the way up until Wednesday if you want. So we have people who come just for the mm -hmm. day and they don't do the pre-registration. Um, Which is what we kind of did, right? That's kind of <laughs> what we ended up doing, Dennis, when we were down there because they moved our sales meeting to be in Atlanta around oh, yeah. AHR. So we kind of just, hot. just yeah. Walk. yeah, they threw us in for an afternoon on Tuesday, mm -hmm. I think. Well, Here, that's go look great. A hundred thousand square foot of stuff in three hours. Take off. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, really? I know. How were your feet? Well, hundred thousand. I think you went through more than that, honestly. We, oh, we yeah. didn't get super far because people kept breaking out hors d'oeuvre trays and happy hours. So we were like, oh, here, yeah, let's go I saw here three booths in three hours. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why I think it's you know it's hard to do because. Listen, I'm in the same position. Everyone's kind of got their head down and you're working and you're catching up from the holiday and you're preparing for Q1 or Q2 or whatever it is that your work cycle is. So taking time to plan ahead is, you know, is often not as easy to do as you think, but it really does help maximize your time at the show. Um, and just, you know, having the lay of the land, understanding where the exhibitors are on the floor, um, taking a look through the product preview to see what products are there and what you're interested in looking at, um, going through the education sessions on the website, um, you know, just spending, you know, 10 to 15 minutes even, I think, changes the experience that you'll have. Right. So me and Ryden, when we when we went in 19, we were both on the Rude Ream side and they're, they got some headquarters there. Mm -hmm. What yep. is... Is there a max that somebody can take up on space on the floor? Because I remember they had a spread. Yeah, they got a spread this year too. Well, they typically do in Atlanta, but yeah, um, yeah. I mean, does companies come to you and like, look, we want like this much space? I mean, do you put a limit on that, or how does that work? Well, they if you look on our you know website, they sell it by the square foot. So you know, there's exhibitors that have been exhibiting for fifty years. Um, and they kind of know what they're going to come in with or what they want. Right. Um, there is a science to it. I mean, they kind of map out what the floor looks like. It's there, you know, each section has a certain amount of space and you can take up one or two or what have you. I personally do not 
do this part of the show. Okay. Um, and <laughs> it's amazing how this gets done though. We have this amazing person um, who does the exhibitor floor planning and he, he's just a rock star and he has this massive, I can't even guess sizes because I'm not good at this kind of thing, but this massive paper map and literally there's, you know, handwritten notes, like nose the floor and every single inch on the and that's floor. who you need to walk around with yeah it's, no joke <laughs> <laughs> but you know that that is i think the beauty of having a small team that's been there forever is you know you really are getting quality customer service with a very big event experience and you know having worked as you know, representation for clients earlier in my career and attended many, many trade shows and many different industries, you know, you don't get that. You don't get that like personal attention to detail experience. A lot of that is handed off to third party vendors who literally are like, just check the box on what you want. And then you feel it, you know, there's no communication. So that's something I think that is really unique. Um, and really helps make the show feel to you guys, hopefully, like a very special, you know, curated experience. Yeah, riding keeps of us. And I'm like, we're never going to be able to walk around. I, I, I cut it off, around. man. I cut it off, okay? <laughs> I, I got to go, I gotta go play with some tools, man. Bleeding over extra time, D. I'm sorry. <laughs> you might need the podcast pants for the trade show, actually. I might. Oh, yeah. Right. Ryan's going <laughs> to probably will be more those. comfortable. It's Don't true. build him up to this. He'll wear these. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. So how did this, uh, how did this beer garden thing come about? Is this standard operation or? Well, last year we were in Vegas. Okay. And yeah, we that's, were right? in there 2021. Some good come home from Vegas. In 2021, we were forced to postpone the show. We were in Chicago that year. Um, you know, and it was, there was just too yep. too much that was going to um, prevent us from putting on the show that everyone expects, um, and we we didn't have a choice. I mean, you know, so right. coming back, and we've planned our shows, you know, locations of our shows for the next several years are mapped out, um, and it was like, oh my gosh, it's Vegas. <laughs> so <laughs> we were dropping the podcast civilians on the show floor. That was the first time. And we put them um, sort of back to back, but obviously you guys need to have, you know, sound and all of that. So we, we just dropped a, a little area in the middle and we dropped some bars and couches in there and we host the meet and greets anyway, or you guys host the meet and greets. So it was awesome. <laughs> so we're back with it Sweet. again. Now, speaking of meet and greets, I was going to ask, how, how does it, do those work? Are they is it kind of attached to the podcast pavilion so that you can kind of set up right there as soon as you're either ending or starting a show or, or are they just um, it's somewhere between, else? It's between the two pavilions. So next to the beer garden. Perfect. Yeah. So you'll have Jeez. one pavilion, then your little beer garden, then the next pavilion. Nice. <laughs> Our little, little beer garden. We might yeah. never get out of the pavilion. <laughs> may never leave. No, no, you have to walk the floor. That's that's the fun part. Really, like the oh, guy yeah. from Infraair said he'll just bring a cot and we'll just sleep right there. <laughs> well, there. I think there's couches in the beer garden. Perfect. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, have to reserve your seat. Uh, but that, you know, that's Someone's a good. Got to be giving away blankets. But yeah. Well, there's a lot of giveaways <laughs> happening in there. There's, last year, um, <laughs> I think it was the HVAC jerks. Actually, they had this really tall. Um, 
like meter panel backdrop, you know, like a step and repeat board. They were taking pictures of people and doing giveaways and it was fun. It was a good time. Oh, we've got some great stuff planned for the, uh, for meet and greet giveaways. We're pumped. That's awesome. Yep. All right. Well, let's go over really nicely. Yeah. You gotta have, you gotta give something away. Yeah. The energy is really fun. Do you catch yourself like picking up some swag, walking around through there? You got your little bag. I do sometimes, (laughs) you know, I am a sucker for the swag. Oh yeah. Like a sucker for it. And I see a lot of it because I'm in the press room and they drop some of it in the press room. And, you know, I always, oh, I need this hand sanitizer or <laughs> what have you. But I think it was, I it was Orlando, I think. And I forget who it is, but someone had these really awesome backpacks, like really nice backpacks. <laughs> and I really wanted one. And every, like <laughs> everyone that I saw had one, but not a lot of people had them, if that makes sense. It was like yep. they were haunting me. <laughs> and I went to the booth and I said, you know, do do, and it was, I think the last day I said, do you happen to have any of these backpacks yet? And they were like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. We gave those out in like the first hour. And I was like, devastated, devastated. Yeah, don't, you, don't you know I run this thing? You gotta <laughs> yeah. get me a backpack. You're I never getting this spot ever again. Where's my backpack? <laughs> an hour or so later, I was walking the floor and this the guy in the, in the booth said, hey, hey, come over, come over. And I came over and he opened this cabinet. You know, they have all these like tuck away cabinets in their exhibit space. And he pulled out a book bag for me. And I was like, are, are you kidding? Like, oh, he found out who you were. He's like, oh. And he gave me this bag. And I have never had so much joy. <laughs> do you still like, use that bag to this day? I still have it. I yes. do. Yes. I love when I get home from like a show like this or conference or something. And my daughter's like, what do you got? What do you got? Yes. And yes. Like, oh, here's a. A foam football, like what? <laughs> here's a frisbee. Here's. What do you a, think of the coolest things? Some of the rent, yeah, she it's, loves it. It's really cool, and I'm like, wow, I never even knew I needed this in my life. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. All right. Can't wait to get the swag. Well, we'll have some shirts. We have HR shirts that we give away, um, and we'll give away. Mike Mayberry actually is going to be giving those away for us again. Um, he'll give some away on Monday morning and Tuesday morning until we run out. Um, they go fast, but he'll be out in one of the, in front of one of the halls. I don't know which entrance he'll be in yet, um, <laughs> but it's so funny. I put him up to the task two years ago in Orlando and <laughs> I happened to come out and I looked down and he's literally like mobbed. Like people are like, <laughs> he's throwing t-shirts. I don't t-shirt. that at all. And, you know, he's tall and this is Mike and he's the most charismatic guy and you can't help but just love him when you're around him. And he's trying so hard to give everyone a shirt in the size they want. And I was like, oh, my God. he's Oh, yeah. Then there's the size thing. The shirts are a nightmare. So last year he actually recruited Jamie with Northwest HVAC to come and help him. (laughs) And I was like, oh, my God. With the tube, just shoots them out. Everybody. Well, that's what I said. Yes. I'm gonna get you guys a t-shirt launcher. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. And I'm like, I know there's swag inside the hall, but man, people, I love it. I love that. So then there was pressure. Like, we got to make these shirts look cool. Like, if people want these shirts, they have to look amazing. That's true. They do. They look really, really cool this year. So I was gonna say, so take kind of take anybody that hasn't been to these things before, or been here before. 
like what's your advice obviously download the app yep yes yes and then what's your advice on attacking the show let's say they got one day well don't attack anyone please because PR mess I'll have to clear up right (laughs) um I would say yes the app is a, a very good start it's just it's it's a means to kind of see everything at your fingertips um I would say if you have the time like I said earlier spend some time on our website um we have literally every question you could ever want answered is somewhere on our website um yeah I was looking today it's it's pretty good. very jam-packed and we update it literally every day anytime we have any new information it's there also our social media we put a lot of things there um and we will continue to do that more frequently you know like we'll have shuttle schedules we'll have some education schedules and things like that that we'll be posting as we get a little closer to the show um but on our website and on our app you can search our full education sessions you can actually um if you have a map your show um account which you can set up for free on the app or on the website you can actually schedule things. So you could schedule booth visits, you could schedule an education session that you want to attend, you can drop in a meeting if you're gonna have a meeting with a particular exhibitor or person, whatever. And then, you know, when you start your day, when you're at the show, yes, it'll probably change as I think we've talked about here, you get pulled a million different directions. Uh, But you at least have a baseline. You know what, you know, what are these touch points that you want to make sure you accomplish throughout the day. Yeah, we've, that we've, is very, very helpful. We've talked to some uh, some big Instagram guys on our show about it, and they're like, "Gosh, man, I you know, I want to go see all these people, but then again, I want to I want to just walk around and yeah, it's tough. It is if tough. You're an influencer there's or so you know? much to see. I mean, listen, there's so many things happening at the show that are awesome. The education programming has some amazing sessions. We have the new product theaters, which is exhibitor presentations those are like 15 minute quick downloads on a new product or some technology they're releasing right you know we have the podcast pavilion which is super fun and awesome and very high energy all of these amazing things that are happening but you know this is a trade show and yep the the big you know awesome thing about this is literally all of these new products new technologies Companies, old companies, new companies, you know, new service providers who are going to make your day-to-day job easier and better and your customer experiences easier and better. It's all there in one place. Literally, right. (laughs) For three days. And, you know, that's, that's crazy. And, you know, it's like window shopping. Like, you're literally like walking down the aisles of Home Depot and you're like, okay, I'll take one of those and three of those. And, you know, I've talked to so many people over the years, it's my favorite part, actually, after the show is talking to people and hearing, particularly from first timers. Um, and the things I hear, like, you know, I was in trade school for six months and I think in three days I learned <laughs> almost as much information. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, I, I specifically, yep. yeah, or I specifically came with like this one problem that I've been kind of band-aiding for a couple of years for a customer and I found the solution. Um, you know, that's literally the reason I came to the show. And not only did I find one solution, I found four solutions. Um, you know, things like that are really kind of what I think are the big wins when you come away or, you know, I started a, a partnership or a relationship or a new conversation with, you know, a person 
made a new network right introduction oh the networking's pretty strong too oh yeah yeah that's obviously that's another big takeaway but you know there is so much to do and there's so much to see and you know but you know what the beauty of it is there's a show next year <laughs> right so i mean i was gonna say so you're you you pretty much never stop right working no, we on do the not. show okay no. now how how many now i will say this is there a limit to how far out you can even start trying to plan a show though so like right now you're working on chicago but you're not working on orlando again yet already or are you yeah, we are yeah okay. i mean it, there i know how far out you can actually schedule some things who knows yeah i mean there but there are parts of that so you know like chicago you can start building the floor or, you know whatever yep. that you can work on orlando you can start you know mapping out things and then then you're back in vegas you can kind of start those conversations so everything kind of has its own schedule and cycle but it's all happening together. Sweet. AHR synergy. Now, are you, <laughs> um, are you, are you coming to the tactical awards by yourself? I will be at the tactical awards. I will not be by myself. Um, there you go. Which okay. is, yeah, which is I was nice. going to say, is any other the AHR crew coming there or is it? I am bringing myself and my um, coworker Chloe will be with me. And then I also have um, Kim. She is the coordinator of our education programming. She will be there with me too. Now that's a good segue because I know we were going to talk a bit about training and breakout stuff. So how does, what's the process for, you know, let's, let's say, I guess let's say we're someone like Trevor um, from refrigeration mentor mm -hmm. let's say we're someone like him that develops his own classes and his own different things but wants to have a training class at ahr how does he go about presenting what he would like to train with you guys and how how long does it take to step and walk that through for it to be accepted so most of our education sessions are actually booked through our endorsing associations okay. um so that is you know you are a member of or you have a relationship with one of our endorsing associations and you bring a topic to them and they bring the topic to us. Um, and then we, you know, we try not to have too many topics that are similar because we want to obviously have a variety. Right. Um, so sometimes we go back and forth and, you know, ask for modifications or what have you. Um, and that process starts early also. And then, you know, I am on the phone, Constantly, I'm talking to guys in the field, girls in the field. I'm talking to exhibitors, talking to our media partners, our, you know, all of the publications that are talking about HVAC and reporting on HVAC. Um, I do, I don't know if you guys have seen the trend report that we released recently, the 2023 trend report. Um, that is an exercise where we reach out to all of our endorsing organizations, um, as well as some of our exhibitors from the floor and some of our friends from the field. And we ask them, you know, a series of questions based on what's going on out there in their yep. corners of the world. Right. Um, and then we collect all of that information and, and release that as a kind of preview of here's, here's what's going to be talked about. Um, here's conversations, find the things that interest you and get involved. Um, so we just kind of look at all of the education sessions that have been submitted, have been put in. And, you know, if there's anything that we don't think has representation, um, then Kim can work with our associations to find 
topics or people such as Trevor talking about refrigeration um, to talk about those things in our programming. But we have so many. I was going to say how much, so how does the, aren't y'all, you get, we got something going on with the high school, right? Or a high yep. school. We do. That's our workforce development program. That yeah, I'm sure is, you're very excited to be part of that with you guys. Yes. And we're excited to have you guys on board too. Um, that is an awesome initiative that we've always had. We have the innovation awards um, and we have, you know, from the innovation awards, any company who is submitting an entry pays a fee. Um, and we've always given back that fee, the collective fee to the community that we're visiting at the time. It's always gone back to some sort of charitable organization. That's cool. You know, last time we were in Atlanta, we gave to the PAL, the Atlanta PAL, um, which helps, you know, youth in the area. And then last year we developed, you know, a little bit of a stronger program where we wanted to actually interact with the recipient. And obviously we all know that workforce development in the HVAC industry is in critical need right now. Crucial right now. Exactly. Um, So, you know, we wanted to take these funds that we, you know, have submitted from the innovation awards and reinvest that back into the industry. Um, And a way to do that is to support the youth that are already focused on HVAC. So Vegas was the first year that we actually worked directly with, um, it's a dual credit high school program. So they attend, you know, regular typical high school courses in the first portion of their day. And then the second portion of their day, they're actually doing tech training. So they'll graduate as certified HVAC techs ready to hire for apprenticeship. When the funds go to, you know, support them with equipment in the lab, it pays for certifications so that, you know, when they graduate, there's, there's nothing that they need. They can be hired immediately. So then coming into Atlanta, we're doing that again. We're partnering with the Atlanta Career and College Academy. They have a newer program. I think it started in 2020 um, or t- maybe 2019. They have 28 students enrolled specifically in their HVAC program, but they have a lot of other programs that focus on the trades as well. Um, and they'll be bringing 28 students into the show for a field trip. You guys will be hosting a group. Um, taking them around. And it's really, the idea is just to show them the opportunity that, you know, is available in the industry. Right. You can do so many different things and you can have a very long and very successful career and this amazing support system that we have um, and just to kind of get them off on the right foot. And then of course they will also be the recipient of the um, donation this year. We've already been there. um, Yes, I didn't in that, what you did with um, Miracle Mechanical. Yes, we did. And you guys mentioned Reem earlier. Um, they were very generous. They donated two units that we um, installed when we went down there in November, early November. And that was Brent and Kathleen came with Miracle Mechanical. They installed the systems. Brent did some one-to-one training inside the classroom. Um, and then Diversitech gave some tools. So we already kind of have established you know, this relationship with giving back to them and then they'll come to the show and they'll have the field trip experience and they'll meet a lot of people. We'll get them in podcast pavilion to meet some of you guys. Um, 
get them following everybody on Instagram. So they have that support system. Um, <laughs> and then we will give them, you know, they'll be the recipients of the donation and that can go towards, you know, more equipment if they need it. Again, it can pay for their certifications. It can pay for scholarships for students if they need them to be able to come into the program. It's really kind of, it's an amazing yeah, that's, thing that's, that's happening. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm kind of looking forward to talking to these kids about, how many jobs are just in that building, right? Under that roof. Oh, we yeah. talk about it all the time. Like mm-hmm. you go to school and do this stuff, right? You don't, you may not end up in an attic working on a furnace. I mean, yeah, there's may start there, but there is not. so many jobs. Well, and you, I mean, you yourself, I mean, when Dennis and I first met, he was a top 20 Rube pro partner. And then he eventually ended up working in distribution with me as our tech support and tech trainer. And now he's with the manufacturer's rep as a trainer for the manufacturer. Rep. So he has literally went from every different section you could go through. Well, yeah, then, because you, that's, that's, what's cool about it. Yeah. And I think uh, when everybody's pushing like, man, we need more people in the trades, you know, and even high schools, it's still really just kind of like, it's still close minded, right? Like yeah. there's so many jobs. Um, yeah. That well, that's one of the things. And they just don't know they're out there at all. Well, I didn't we, know they were. So, you know. Yeah. We were talking about that when, when we were down in November, you know, and I said, listen, I work in this industry, but right. I like yours. do marketing and PR. And, you know, already I say all the time, sort of half jokingly, I don't know if my brain at this point in my life would succeed very well, but I'm like, <laughs> I should go to HVAC school. <laughs> so I know like what I'm talking about. Like, what an amazing asset that would be, you know? Right. So you're never going to, you're, it's only up, you know, whatever, whatever that right. looks like for you. Um, building a business, being a tech, um, you know, working into distribution or working your way into inside sales, whatever it is, it's never going to hurt you to have that education. No, nope. it is not. It's always good to have a trade. Amazing. Yeah. So we don't want to keep you too long. You got, uh, I don't want you drinking too many waters over there <laughs> uh, floating away on us. Um, is there any, anything else you want to throw in any advice for anybody coming to this or. Well, I hope a lot of people, you know, about? if you're on the fence about coming to the show, you know, you can hear everything about it and it can sound amazing or maybe it doesn't, I don't know, but I think just taking a chance and showing up and having the experience at AHR and all of the events that happen around AHR too. You know, it's more than just coming right. to the show for three days. There are so many events that happen at night. There are oh, so yeah. many connections that happen. It's just being, I think you're in like really in the industry with every single job. Well, you're to- around a whole bunch of people that are like yeah. you. Yep. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And doing different jobs. I mean, I don't think there's many other opportunities in the calendar year for all of the different disciplines that serve this industry to be together. There's really not, not like this. It, it really yeah. is a once a year true event yeah. for, for our I industry, which think- makes it you know that much cooler. Cause there's, re- I don't really know how many other things even have crazy events kind of this level. Well, we know it's hard. Like it's not, it, you know, it's not lost on us that it is, 
it's not always easy to take three days off of work or four days if you're traveling or even traveling, you know, that has headaches that go with it too. Like we understand that, but that's why we work so hard to put on a show that you're going to come away with something that makes your job easier, something, um, hopefully many somethings. <laughs> so, right. you know, I'd rather just, I could tell you about it all day, but I'd rather just show you, um, so if you're on the fence and you're thinking about it, I think, you know, I think it's just dive in and do it. Um, and you won't be sorry. Right. Download the app. Yep. Download, download the app. Definitely download get that. The app. We do have it for Android too. Yay. <laughs> bless your heart. Yep. Oh, bless Nobody your heart. cares about me, Dennis. Uh, oh. I'm not knocking on Android. You hear that, Ryden? They got it for you too, bud. That's I can't said. believe Somebody that. cares about me. It's so nice. No, I'm actually jealous of some of the Android features. So Don't say that on the show. No, it's You've got a 14 Pro Max. Come on. You can't. <laughs> Only because my SIM card stopped working mysteriously. So, so I, Android I is. no choice. Android, Android on the technical side is is a little more advanced. Yes. Until it crashes over and over and over. <laughs> I've actually never had an Android, so I'm I'm gonna go <laughs> out of that combo. I don't know. I got my son one. I'm like, we'll just get him a little cheap Android. And it was like having a really bad laptop. It well, was if like, you bought the Oh, really we gotta clean this one. up again. If you bought the really cheap one, what did you expect? You could What's get him a cheap phone that you can fold. That looks really cool. I don't know. I, I, That's I just an Android. can't I can't see I Right. I, I cannot see the screen standing up to the test of time. I feel thing. like I'm going to get mad and slam it closed on purpose. It and looks very cool there, there on goes. the commercials. I got to say that. So. I think it's a Google phone, maybe. Maybe. What's I don't it, you know. know. I was envious I, of that one. So there you go. We do have it. But the app is for download. You can get it for iOS. You can get it for Android. Um it updates every year. So once you download it, you can actually update it for 2024 when we're heading to Chicago. Nice. Populated with all new information. It gets updated often. Um, you'll start to see shuttle schedules there. Um, if you are staying in a hotel that has a shuttle and we have, if you go on our website and you look under travel, all of our hotels that are listed through on peak, they're going to have a shuttle that will take you to the show and from the show and they'll be moving throughout the day. Um, mm. So we'll have shuttle schedules available um, the full education sessions are on there. We have a lot of really cool panels this year um, that are happening. We have the big state of the industry panel that's happening on Tuesday. Um, that is just a really cool, you know, talking about all the disciplines being together. We have all of the job roles within HVAC represented on the stage. Um, and they're just talking about what the heck the year is going to look like. Oh, I was going to say this year at AHR with all the new changes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be interesting. You know, well, you know there's, there's opportunities, the there's challenges, and what better thing to do than to prepare yourself. Right. Um, and then I don't want to hang up without talking about this really cool panel we have on Wednesday. Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. So that, first and foremost, this is the first year in, certainly in my time, but in a long time, I think, uh, where we have education programming happening on Wednesday. And it's because there's so much to talk about and there's so many good topics to talk about. Uh, we expanded our program. So that's, that's a big thing happening this year in and of itself. And then secondly, we do have this awesome, awesome panel slated for Wednesday at 10. Um, that is the social media panel. So that is a discussion about 
you know, what social media means for HVAC, um, what it means for the individual within HVAC and how social media has supported and is promoting this community mindset. Um, so that's going to be moderated by Ben, um, HVAC Tactical, and it's got a number of really amazing people who are going to be talking. Um, so yeah, that's we got a solid group of uh, HVAC R&D alumni on the panel. I've seen the list. Okay. Yeah, it's... So Ben, yeah, Ben was on the show what three weeks ago now, and then you know Jess has been on the show a couple of times. She was so she was supposed to record a show with us in Vegas when mm-hmm. none of the three of us got to go. No, so uh, we'll be happy to finally actually get to meet her. We ended up having her back on the show when we should have been at AHR because we just felt so terrible for all of them. <laughs> right. Well. We thought we'd get on the show and commiserate together. Yeah, she had a rough oh. trip there. <laughs> well, we're going to make it worth everyone's while this year. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it'll be awesome for everybody. Uh, but yes, she'll be there. There's a number of other people. I mean, we probably could have had a hundred people who oh, were represented yeah. on the panel. Um, but it's it's a good number of people, I think, who will give good perspective from different corners of the world. Um, and doing things, you know, their way and a little different and communicating to each other. So that'll be a really cool one. Um, and then actually in Podcast Pavilion happening on Wednesday, we have a new a, a trade show launch. Um, and it is a team of ladies who are launching a new podcast. Nice. Oh. Yeah. So that's going to happen. It's scheduled for right after the um, social media panel. Um, so that one will be really cool. Yeah, I gotta go look at the schedule. <laughs> are they are they all currently in the trade? Are they Yes, they're owners actually. Uh Power oh. Women of the Trades. Okay. Twelve PM on Wednesday. And that's in Pavilion One. They are. So that is run by two um so curious who it is now. Two women who will be launching at the show. I was very excited about that. Oh that is cool. Yeah, that's going to be very cool. So make sure, you know, you make your way down. Which I think we're there at that point, too, because we've got a meet and greet right around there. So we'll get to hear probably some of it because we we're doing the walk around during because the high school walk tour is during the panel, I think. So we'll be doing that. Then after we go to a meet and greet after. You'll be. Yeah. So you'll be in the area. Well, that's good. So, yeah, you guys can help hype it up then. It's their first show, so. Yeah, we need to get some people in there. Yeah, and yeah. then we we close it out from three to four on Wednesday. We bring the curtain that's down. Awesome! Look at three. that. <laughs> well, that's good. Well, then that one has to be a big party, then. Oh, of course it is. We got to close the bar. <laughs> you got to close the bar. <laughs> <laughs> and then the karaoke starts, right? Yes. Oh yeah. I'm gonna have to bring Nicole some karaoke. So, what oh, is your go to? What is your go to karaoke? What is? I I told you it really depends on where I am and who I'm with. But I think you, you're on the money there. It's got to be a song that your crowd can sing along. Like, yeah. She sings yeah. "Don't Stop Believing" so that you. Can I was gonna say sure it's HR is successful. Oh yeah. I literally was gonna only, say the journey. <laughs> yeah, only women can sing the journey songs anyway. So. <laughs> Any guy that steps up there and you hear that come on, you're like, oh boy, this is not going to go well. Well, Only maybe I'll women sing. Can pull um, that off. <laughs> I'll sing Chicago so that we can farewell to Atlanta and say hello to Chicago. There That's it is. That's a good idea. Yeah, there we go. All right. Well, I know my walkout song now. Look there at that. There you go. 
Let's well, do Georgia on my mind. Oh, oh man. Yeah. See, I'm from Atlanta, so. Yeah, but awesome. see, you could also do Hotlanta if you want. I don't you can you can pick. <laughs> Get some Nelly going. I don't care. Make it nice. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the <laughs> The Georgia on my mind doesn't really come that hard, but it's still a good It song. doesn't come hard, but you know what? It <laughs> applies. It does. It, it does. does apply. It's a good one, I think, for that. Maybe there's a remix. Use that in a social post, too. I think get we wrote Corey to remix it. Well. Yeah, I'll get my son to I'll get my son to mix it up for you. Oh, look at that. Yeah, yeah Corey. He does all the background music. So. That, that makes me happy. Okay. You're going to make me sound cool, then. Yep. I'm happy. We'll do the best we can. <laughs> and bring your karaoke pants for Wednesday. And you can karaoke sing us out. pants. Oh, those would be sequency pants, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell my wife. She'll bring some to Sequence joggers. Well, you need to bedazzle your joggers. Bedazzle joggers. All right. We got to hang up now for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Lord. Oh, goodness. Well, thank you, gentlemen, very much. Thanks, yeah, Nicole. No, thank we really you. appreciate your time. It yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing everybody. And yeah, we're gonna have a good time. It's gonna be awesome. Country name, country slang, beans at the liquor store, black cruising, crap shooting, fifty on the ten of four. Overcast.